Welcome into the I-80 Club. It is another edition of Be Kind Husker Rewind. Today we are doing the 1995 Orange Bowl, Nebraska's first national championship under Tom Osborne. I'm Josh Peterson, as always, joined by Jack Mitchell. We appreciate you uh, if you are watching live right now or listening over the next couple of days. That means you are a patron, and we appreciate your patronage. This one will be on the free feed, though, so if you're listening to this at a later date, first of all, Jack thinks you're a psychopath. I don't. I think you're very normal, very cool. Um, but if you're like, wow, that was fun, and I really wish that I could have been a part of it, become a patron today at patreon.com slash i80club. Jack, we uh, in the first ever like season of Be Kind Husker Rewind, I think this was like the second or third game we ever did. Yeah. And those yeah. those tapes are lost. Those, those, they're long yep, gone. The, that's the lost, the forgotten season, the lost, the lost season. Someday we'll put out an, an album of B sides and rarities, yes. and we'll maybe yes. include some some of that. But until then, this is this is the new version of of this song. Yeah, this is like one of those songs that a band releases, and they do a, a newer version. It's not the original. They do the newer version, um, and that's what what this is. I do want to mention though. Uh, if you are if if you are listening to this on the free feed and you realize you are a psycho when you're doing that, if if you became a member, you could watch the YouTube video of it, and then you could have video and audio together, which makes a whole lot of sense given that it is a full multimedia experience, and you'd be able to be at the next one live. Is the other thing uh, we're trying That's out a, a new uh, kind of new Discord technology to do this today. Uh, in, in our show stage rooms, and so we'll see how that goes, but it's a lot of fun. It's very interactive. We have got, uh, I don't know how many we've got. We got Oh, we got 16 so far in the audience. We'll probably get a little bit more than that uh, who are chatting along with us during during the show. They do that during our Saturday morning coffees. They do that during our interviews. It's a very fun, interactive place, and that's not just when our live events are going on. Uh, that is throughout the week, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So uh, you you get that along with your membership too. Uh, if you do the uh, $5 one, if you just want to have the podcast, do the $3 one and you'll get them ASAP. So yes, Josh, we got, we, we, we picked this game. And part of the reason we're doing this game is, is, you know, we do like the members to have a lot of influence over what we do here. And there was kind of a push from the members a few weeks ago and our board members to do the what I would call the 93, but the 94 Florida State game, the Florida State game after the 93 season True that Nebraska psychos. lost. Hey, let's watch a really sad Husker and game. Like, we were a little people. taken back and surprised, but there were just a lot of people who said, hey, I, I only watched that once. I never watched that a second time. All these other ones I've watched a hundred times, or this was like the formative game in developing me. So we said, listen, you guys want it? We'll do it. We'll And so last week we watched that, and not surprisingly – I think we, we finished it up. Actually, this was two weeks ago. We finished it up on a Wednesday night, and then we were all like, huh, I kind of feel depressed now. Yep. <laughs> kind of wish we had a pick-me-up after that, right? Yep. <laughs> and so we and thought- so here we are. <laughs> so we thought we would do the uh, perfect antidote to sadness, and that is this game against Miami. And what I will always, probably for my entire life, I don't know, Josh, I don't, I can't imagine a game that will happen- no matter what happens going forward, Nebraska comes back and wins another national championship somehow. There is no way I I I don't think it will ever be as glorious as this one was for me. Now, wow, you think so? Even and like not to go into what if territory for too long, but like you and your son are watching Nebraska after the oh, lows yeah, of the last to my, decade. To have my son and my man and my daughter, or if she was into it, that's a good point. 
Man, yeah. but the other thing, keep in mind, the other thing, Josh, is I was, do the math, I was uh, 16 years old. Oh, God. 16, what, what an age. Going on 17 at this point. I had a every, all of my high school friends, boys, girls, everyone, was somewhere between um, uh, a, a casual fan, but a fan to a super serious fan. But all of them were yeah. fans, and they all watched the games during the week. Yeah. Nobody didn't watch the games, uh, and I mean the regular season games. Obviously, when you get to a game like this, the whole state is pretty much watching. Yeah. And so I had a basement full of uh, what had to be. 40, 50 kids that were there. My parents went to another party, and we had a room. And we talked about this before. That's crazy, first of all, that they trusted you to do that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I wasn't a very I wasn't a very rowdy kid. So, yeah, But even to, to not trust that anybody else would do something. I agree. I don't yeah. think I'd let my kid do that, and I trust him, yeah. too. Uh, but we were very concerned, my friends and I, who were the serious fans, that there were a lot of people coming in we didn't know that well, and we didn't want them to be annoying during the game. It's the worst thing to watch a game with people who are just annoying to watch it with, right? We've all been there. We've all had oh, yeah. maybe a family member, uh, maybe a friend of a friend that is just hard to watch games with. And so we created one little room, uh, a small room in my basement, and it was by invitation only, and we called it the serious room. And you had mm. to have an invitation to get in there. Uh, and and basically you could you could apply to be in there and take a little quiz. But we did that, and everybody was actually happy with it. The people who didn't want to be serious and have more fun and not get yelled at went to the big room, and then those of us who needed to be in the zone went into the serious room. Uh, but it all ended up in celebration, going downtown that night. Um, it was it was a very it was a crazy cold night, really cold night. I remember that. We got up the next morning. We barely slept, and we waited in line at the Devaney Center to get in for the team to come back we waited there first thing in the morning just completely ridiculously freezing uh for what had to be a couple hours at least for those doors to open so those are my uh those are my memories of of this game and i know we've got some of you who remember it and some of you who were alive during it and don't remember it see that and that's me and that's where like this this is always such a like strange game to, i mean i've seen it so many times right but it's a strange game for me to kind of reconcile with how I feel just because I, I assume that I watched it, you know. And and I guess one of my regrets, and this isn't my regret, it's more about like my parents. But we moved, we moved back to Nebraska from Michigan at the end of the 96 season. And like I remember living in Michigan and having a conversation with my dad before they played Texas in the Big 12 championship game about, like, how Nebraska could still get in and win a national title. So, like, that I remember vividly in Michigan. Then we watched the Orange Bowl. Obviously, I know what happens against Texas. We watched the Orange Bowl against Virginia Tech. So that tells me that, like, I was talking about Nebraska. I was watching Nebraska, but I don't remember watching Nebraska. So I have always wondered, like, if I lived in Nebraska earlier, I would have gone to a game at a younger age. My first game that I went to was in 97 against Akron. So if I would have gone to a game at an earlier age, I probably would have remembered parties. I would have remembered going to grandparents' house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's always been like this weird, you know, bummer is that – so I, I assume that I watched this. My I, I do know the story of my parents, and I think I might have told this on the last podcast when we did 94 Orange Bowl. My parents – my dad's a pastor of a church. They bring out – they invite a ton of people over, yada, yada, yada. 
and everyone's giving my parents shit, which is just bonkers to me. Like, guys, that's the pastor of you right. know, the church. Like, yeah, you, you, you leave him alone. Ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, okay, so I thought so. And so this game, they have told me they were like, we're not inviting a, a single person over. You know, they, I think that they were decently confident, but they were like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to have anybody over. And, of course, it turns into one of the more memorable nights. I wanted to ask you, Jack, before we start the game, did you feel confident like you know we we talk so often about like groin kicks and how like that is the expectation that you have and a lot of other people have with Nebraska sports these days did you go into this game after your lifetime of of watching them in these moments let's say you were 16 going on 17 you know 94 so I mean you had watched real real kicks in the balls including the one from the year before what was your mindset ahead of this orange Bowl? so it was it it was really affected by Number one, there was always that doubt that Nebraska was, for whatever reason, never going to get over that hill. It just it felt like so unattainable and something that you know would just be such a dream that it was just even hard to think about that you were that close to it getting into that game. And so that always left doubts in your mind. And then the the other thing about this was just that the quarterback situation was so weird, and like it was hard to really think about what the game was going to be because. You went into basically to bowl week not knowing uh, what Tommy Frazier's status was going to be for the game. He hadn't played basically the whole year, almost the whole year. And was he going to be able to come back? Uh, did we want him to come back? Were we confident with Brooke? All of those things. And so that aired, that, that put this level of uncertainty. But in general, like, had beyond that part of it, you went into this game feeling like Nebraska was probably the better team. Mm-hmm. Going, I mean, Miami had a loss during that season. Nebraska went unbeaten. When Nebraska was played closely that year, was when you know when they had quarterback injury issues for the most part, except for that final Oklahoma game. That was the last game that you saw for them that year, and that was just an ugly defensive battle um, that that they ended up winning. But it did not instill a lot of confidence. That was a that was kind of a fart to end the season on, given how the rest of it went. But there was close, game, you know, close game with Kansas State, but Matt Terman was the quarterback in that game, right? Um, and, and and there were a few other close games, but in the big games, you know, that Colorado that twenty four seven win. So I think I felt, I think I felt, man, I feel like they should really do this. This is a game that they should win. But again, you're at Miami's home field. You've been I was in this. Say you're bowl. playing in the Orange Bowl. You've been in this. Yeah, you've been in this bowl years in a row. It feels like I've never seen them win in this bowl. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to even yeah, they remember. Lost all the January, they lost all the January bowl games in a row. Yep. What was it, up to seven in a row? Yep. They're playing. They're playing. I mean, like, the house of horrors of this stadium, and in particular, like, that's such a cool part, and obviously, you know, we can talk about it as the game rolls on, but they, they get over the hump against the team that really was just a huge pain in the ass. Um, and, and I love that the, all of the touchdowns in the fourth quarter come in the same end zone that they scored on in the 84 yes. Orange Bowl, and they went for two. You know, so I, I've always thought that that was some, you know, nice – you know, poetic justice. Josh points out that Miami was also playing for an outside shot at a natty. Yeah, because this was this was so strange that the, this this game is on a Sunday. A very rare. I mean, now we wouldn't have one of these, but Sunday, January first, now means all of the bowl games, including the Rose Bowl, get moved to the second. Well, this game didn't. So this game was on a Sunday night after NFL yes. playoff games. And no I, less, we sat the there and we watched, waiting for the game. We watched the. There was a brown. The Browns were in a playoff game, and the Vikings were in a playoff game. I want to say yeah. we watched How both. Nuts we is sat that? and watched. So, so we waited. The day was so long, and we watched these two yeah. games, waiting for this game to start. 
And so then the next day, Penn State played Oregon in the Rose Bowl. Now Penn State would go on to absolutely smoke them. So it, you know, it it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter in the end. But yeah, Miami because they were third, they had a they had a chance. They needed help, obviously, and they weren't going to get it the next day. But yeah, so there there's obviously just so much going into this game, and and the feeling I you know I, the feeling had to be if Nebraska wins, they're the national champions, and it's not going to be split at all with Penn State. Like I don't think anyone was really worried about that. Yeah, but it was nothing like the year before where you went in and and Florida State was uh, you know on paper the the better team, the big favorite. Yes. Everybody thought like you you know in Miami, and we'll see the guys that were on their defense. There was a lot of talk about Warren Sapp leading into it, but you still weren't. I mean, boy, remember what you saw from Nebraska's defense in the year before in the Orange Bowl? You didn't feel like they were outmanned by this Miami team and by the resume of this Miami team. But all of those other factors you mentioned, not looking good at the end of the year, having problems historically in the Orange Bowl and in bowls, they'll never get over the hump, and then what the heck's going to happen with the quarterback thing? That created enough uncertainty that I would not say you felt confident going in. At least I didn't going into it so yeah yes. by the way uh i just found an old uh, vegas insider has all of the point spreads for the orange oh, bowl do you want to guess what the line was um and it even has the total which is wild that is wild i uh, see we talked so much about the year before's point spread it was everywhere but i don't remember talking about this one i'm assuming i am assuming oh boy not much i want to say nebraska might have been like a point and a half favorite According to Vegas Insider, Miami was a one-point favorite. Okay, so I was close. I mean, and I the knew total was to thirty-seven. Tight. Holy shit, that's so low. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and the overhead. The, the, the but yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So Miami one-point favorite. All right. So with that kind of preview, uh, I guess we start. And, and I think everybody knows this, but what I was referring to, Tommy Frazier had blood clot issues. Um, and played only the first couple of games of the year, then then was out. Brooke Berenger comes in against Miami. Uh, he punctures a lung, um, and then they bring him back in, and then he has uh, more injury problems. Matt Terman, the third-string quarterback, is then starting for a while. Eventually, Berenger comes back. He looks great when they beat Colorado, especially in a huge game. And uh, and then Tommy Frazier is suited up for the Oklahoma game. And, and rare if you can find a picture in that game. It's one of the only times, or the only time, Tommy Frazier was wearing a number other than 15. He was not wearing 15. I can't remember if it was 17 or 19. He wore one of those two, but he didn't play in that game, so you just didn't know if he was, like, there was a lot of excitement. He might be ready to go, but he didn't. So this is the first time, Josh, this is a crazy thing. This is the first time you're seeing Tommy Frazier since yes. September. Yes. First time you're seeing yeah. him since, yeah, since since at that point September, I can't remember which game it was exactly that was his his last one, but but yes, since September, which is crazy. Pacific was the last one, which was in September, September twenty fourth. Crazy. Man. So, um, so anyway, there you go. Or that Pacific game was terrible. I was at that game. <laughs> uh, all right. So with that, are we ready to start it? Little let's do little it preview. All right, let's get it going. NBC. We got Chris Collinsworth. We won't hear it, but we got a. Uh, Chris Collinsworth on the call, and we got a little opening opening montage here. Oh boy, man! Don't we miss the opening montages from the nineties? Yes. God, those were so good. Yeah, but although it's a lot of Notre Dame and Colorado highlights, right? Yeah, this is like the it's, full NBC uh, extravaganza it's, here. Hey, Bob it's just the history of the Orange Bowl compiled into twenty seconds. There is what that uh-huh. is, which was largely not good for Nebraska at all. No, no, God, it was not. I love that Orange Bowl logo so much, dude. Seriously, I might and get I a tattoo of that. Man, 
I might get a tattoo of the Orange Bowl logo if I ever get that. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be an underrated tattoo to get. Would it be weird just to get that? I mean, yeah, but it'd be cool. I don't know. I love that tattoo for, or that yeah, that logo for some reason. Look at all the red. Look at this. Hey, it's Cane Shades. A fan. It's Cane Shades. <laughs> cane Shades. Holy. Oh, God. You remember Cane Shades? Good Lord. Those were that guy was cussing up a storm back in the day. Uh, how many bull losses coming into this one? What did we say? Was it seven? I don't remember the exact Seven in number. a row. Seven oh, seven yeah. bull losses oh, in a row. There it yeah. is. Look at with the classic '90s hat. God, that hat, man, that hat and the is polo. Bad. Holy cow! I don't even think oh, it was good no. then either. You don't like that hat? Well, I mean, I like it for retro purposes, but for being a cool what hat, is wrong I did not like you? it at the time. I'll tell you that much. What in the world? Josh, I'm taking a screenshot of your comment just now, and I'm tweeting it out. That's very funny. I think I'm gonna get an orange bull tattoo. That's good. Yeah. All right, look at look at my traditional Miami talking a lot of smack right away. There it is, because we've got all the stereotypes. Uh, we haven't seen Miami, Josh, since I believe the '91 Orange Bowl, when Ooh, uh, the twenty-two to nothing, twenty-two game? to nothing, where Johnny Mitchell oh. caught the first pass from scrimmage, and I was like, "Oh boy, Nebraska's rolling," and then they didn't do another good thing the rest of the game. <laughs> DWTO was Dan near flat bill before it became That's popular. true. Yeah, look at his, his bill. You would you hated that bill. So we've added uh we're getting Abdul Muhammad in there. We didn't see a ton of him the uh the year before. And then look at that defense. Here it is. Warren Sapp, Kennard Lang, Ray Lewis. Jesus. Just bonkers. <laughs> two NFL Hall of Famers and good players yeah, other two guys who had man, and they're about to get run their asses over. A little soon. Spoiler alert. How about the fact that this is like the fast version of this game and they have all this like preamble and starting lineups and now we're just going to start k- yep. skipping through everything. Yep, yep. Here we go. All right. Play, play, now, play, unlike play, play. unlike the uh, Orange Bowl. Oh, passing right away. Is it going to look as Tommy. bad as it did? Because we just watched the Orange Bowl two weeks ago in Florida State. What were our conclusions yeah. from that? They took too long to sub out the running backs. The passing game yes. looked bad the entire game. Horrible. Uh, and Nebraska's defense looked fantastic and had Florida State's offense completely confused. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Let's, it'll be interesting to see now in the context what this game looks like. Well, this start is not going to be as good for the defense, if I remember right. Is it this yeah. drive or the next one for Miami? I know that they are going to go right down the field and score, and they score on like a really big play. So, yeah. They, they get off to a bit of a slower start uh, in this one. Look at the look at the weak side tackle and weak side guard instead of left to right. Oh, weird. You don't see that too God. often anymore. No, you definitely do not. Yes. Chris T. Frank Jones, Costa. Jamie German. These guys were, yeah. Dude, when I hear these names or when I see those names, I read them in Kent Pavelka's voice because when I watch this yeah. game, it's obviously always the radio call. Chris T. Jones. Frank Costa. All I hope right. that they show Apex Guy on the sideline, by the way, next to Tom. That oh, was, that's right. Uh, Apex Guy is hilarious in this game. Apex Guy. All right. Look at that guy with the Orange Bowl sweatshirt. We should get you an Orange Bowl sweatshirt. All right, here's your here's yeah. your uh, starters front seven for Nebraska: Harris, Peter Keneally, Jones, Dumas, Ellis, Stewart. Good God, um, not bad, not bad so at all. So Trev is gone now. Trev is gone. So, like Trev is gone. Some of the others are gone, and then His Miles cast is gone. Baron Miles, Williams, Moss, and Veland. Uh, so a couple of guys. I'm trying to remember. Who, who Jack? Who is the uh, the player? God, why can't I remember his name? Who got hurt on the defensive side of the ball? Who also missed most of this year? Uh, that Number was 10? That was Kareem Moss. Oh, Mike Minter. No. I'm sorry, Mike Minter. Mike Minter. Mike, yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike, yeah. Minter. Yeah, yeah he, Minter, he gets hurt and he yep. misses essentially the whole season. He tore his ACL against Texas Tech that year, I think. Yeah. Got. Yeah, that was first game. Um, yeah. So so far, I think the Nebraska defense is not, you know, 
I mean, obviously you're not panicking right now, but Miami's offense is looking compared to watching this defense from a year before yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, they look yeah they're like picking up yardage. They had Bobby Bowden's oh. offense flustered in that game. Yeah, and they just jump off sides. You can't jump off sides like that. Come on. So Christian God, Peters playing. You don't like that hat. <laughs> so Christian Peters playing a much larger role on this defense than he did against Florida State. He really yes. wasn't. Play, they used yep. like like I said, Kevin Raymakers. I think was the main guy that they they brought him for. So that was a major difference. And then the defensive ends are for the most part because Trev, like I said, Dante Jones and Dwayne Harris only got a little bit of time in that Florida State game the year before. Back. That's Tony Velan. That's a good play. Came here as a quarterback, switched to a safety. People forget because mm-hmm. wasn't there talk in this season? You know when they were yes. down to like term. Oh. There, you know who there was talk about was Ryan Held. He, he, really? Yeah, Ryan Held. I think he was a wide receiver on the staff, but he played quarterback in high school. So there would be oh, these wow. articles about, like, is, is there anybody who played quarterback on the team? And, oh, wow. and so Ryan Held's name had would, would come up every once in a while. And I think he might have been, like, the second or third string quarterback in, in some of those games when you got down to tournament starting. All right, so Baron Miles looking for the Dude, block I, here. I, I, I love I love these '90s Nets. I don't remember if I talked about this when we did the game a couple weeks ago, but they're just like hilarious because they don't look organized. It's not like pulled taut. It's just weirdly <laughs> shaped, and sometimes the ball's going to go through into the stands. This one doesn't. It lands through the net. They're up three nothing. All right. So Dane Pruitt is the uh, nice look play by nice the holder job. there. Nice job. Makes the field goal. And but remember that name. Remember Dane Pruitt. Remember that name. Oh yeah, significantly. Oh yeah, yeah. DW says there's definitely Ryan Held talk. Yeah, that was crazy. Because I I I had no idea. See, that's the type of fun stuff that like because most of my you know '90s is taken in through like the highlight videos and Wikipedia and like watching some games. And I did read the Henry Cordes book a few years ago, which was very good. You miss out on some of like the day to day talk of. This could have happened, and this could have happened, yeah. and this could have happened. I want to say there's also like Not a Matt. Joe Chrisman. It still looks better than this year's Super Bowl. Yes, it does. There's also a guy I think named Joe Chrisman who is actually like a walk-on quarterback who was in that mix too. Um, maybe. But Nebraska getting a penalty. Special teams penalty. Didn't we have those uh, in the Orange Jeez. Bowl too last yep. time? Jeez. Very on brand. Holding on these kickoffs. We, we complain about kickoffs now, but the two times we watched Yeah, it was these, happening with Dr. Tom even. I mean, gosh, there have been so many – Special teams errors that we've seen. Uh, By the way, LP is looking just fantastic right now. He's just picked up two first downs by himself on about 20 yards rushing. Yeah, I'm curious, like, your your reaction to seeing them in the running game now compared to what we saw against Florida State. That's the thing that's sticking out to me. It looks like a much better run game right off the bat than that year before. Uh, By the way, uh, Josh says, what book did Josh mention? It's called Unbeatable. It was by Henry Cordes. It came out, I just realized, it was actually at closer to a decade ago. Um, really good. It's about the teams. It's about the three championship teams in the 90s. There's a ton of stuff in there about, like, Frank Solich and why he, you know, was still uh, – he says, I actually have that. I've read it. Yeah, or never read it. It's really good, Josh. I read it in, like, a weekend. It's great. All right, so keep pounding with LP. Not really passing oh, much. Oh, God. Oh, look wow. at Schlesinger popping out. Jeez. They knew he had Hammer the ball that totally time, though. Totally got you. <laughs> Oh, my wow. gosh. And there it is. Is it wide open? No, not oh. really. Oh, God. Man. man. Is that Abdul Muhammad that he was throwing to? Oh, that was about as bad as the one he had in that, that Florida yeah, State that game. Sucked. I mean, the, 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 the good part about running an option pass is always like, 
the guy is wide open, he just threw it into double coverage. Yeah, how was he Tony. not more wide? They were ready. They were yeah. completely. Yeah, they ready were ready to that. go. They did not buy it at all. And they, Jack, they, if they would have run the ball, they still would have blown it up. You know, like they just completely yeah. owned him on that play. But it was it was kind of a mix of of sort of more ISO stuff with Phillips there and option. They kind of went back and forth. And there's the deep yeah. shot, and they got Jesus. it. Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, so Miami got the ball at the four-yard line, and now they're at the 35 on the other side of the field. That's the other thing is, like, Costa line. did not – was not by any means like an All-American quarterback or anything, right? I mean, no. It was just – you didn't – he didn't even have a big name during the year. Um, like I don't know that I, I, I don't know that I would have been able to name him in November of this year, where I could have probably yeah. named a bunch of other college quarterbacks. Look Jesus. at that, they, man! There it is. I mean, they just, just look fast. Yeah, that that yeah. looks like speed right there. Yeah, and that's probably what the announcers. Oh, you know, it's Collinsworth. Oh man, the speed of Miami. Man, let players take off their helmets again. God, I love the aesthetic of the '90s. It's just so much cooler than today. That that wasn't Miami even kind of shit. going the taking your helmet off was it still legal on the field then it it peaked in about 1992. Um, well, the best one you know is the I mean Calvin Jones. Calvin Jones. First of all, he like yes. drops the football before the end zone and then he takes off his helmet yes. against Colorado, that, which is another game that we're going to do later this year in Be Kind Husker Rewind. That year was when taking your helmet off completely peaked. I think it was already on yes, a, a little bit on the downhill now for that. Yeah. Do you remember when the 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 throat slash became a huge thing when you scored a well, touchdown. I remember when Callahan did it. No, yeah, but it, players like in the NFL, there was like a year where everyone was doing the throat slash. Everyone was slashing throats. Everyone was doing it. I don't know exactly when that would have been, maybe like 2002 or something. But it was it was constant. Damon Benning on the return. Don't you love Brennan? Says go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, Brennan says millions of young people you. agree with Josh that the 90s were cooler. Man, the 90s are they are so much cooler. In terms of the look and style than today. It's way better. Did you notice God, the... Jack, you uh, should get that orange tattooed on you. Hey, Brookson. Behringer's in. And then a stretch play. God, LP. Stretch Gee, play with LP Christmas. that looks really good. Look at Ray Lewis got the down on the ground there. I was going to say, I don't know if anybody noticed the young freshman playing on all the special teams, Grant Wistrom. Mm. Yeah. Oh. oh. Now Jeez, it looked like Brooks is about to tear his ACL. You know, it's it's interesting, Josh, in these games. We've seen, you know, oh, I know gosh. Tommy at the end of the Florida State, geez, as Warren Sapp absolutely tore up Rob Zadiska so, there. So Sorry, Rob. Oh, man. Back-to-back plays, back-to-back plays, Hall of Famers, you know, mess with the play. Ray Lewis destroys the option, and then Warren Sapp does that. What were you going to say, Jack? I, it's interesting that there haven't been last game and this game combined, at least yet, and I know what happens, but – there wasn't a ton of quarterback. There hasn't been even in this game a ton of quarterback run game. Now, no, the it's Florida not working game is right really now. different. Tommy Frazier's yes, running all yeah, over Tommy, the place, yeah. but there was like quarterback run was not a super. I, they ran the option, but it didn't usually end up in quarterback run chunk plays. Well, in yeah, these and, big and you games. wonder. I realize other yeah. times in the year it did. Yeah. But. Oh God, that is. Oh geez, and they get a penalty anyway. Oh, on the offense. Jeez. Wow, that was big. Yeah, you wonder, too, how much of the early part – I mean, the fa- they already pulled Tommy, you know, so, you know, how much of it was rust, um, you know, since he hadn't played in so long. And that was like a real debate, right, of if they should start Tommy or if they, if they should start Brooke in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I personally wanted Tommy. Um, but, man, you watch these – I have of- to imagine the conversation was like, look, Brooke has had all the reps. 
he is experienced, he's ready to go. But everyone agreed Tommy had a higher ceiling. Right. But it was, you know, if he's healthy, he has a higher ceiling. And it was about him generally running. The biggest thing that surprised me about rewatching these games, Josh, is just, uh, and I said this last oh. week when we did this, two Get weeks it. ago when we did this, is the passing game for Nebraska looks worse than I remember it. Yeah, it's it's dude, it's it's horrible. You see that snap on like almost... we bitch we bitch about like Adrian Martinez and it's like, yeah. oh man, Adrian, you know, was only a fifty nine percent passer in this game. And it's like Tommy is a sub fifty percent passer basically his nice. whole career. Josh found yeah. the seventeen Frazier jersey. That's it's so hard oh, to find wow. that. He was barely shown in the broadcast or he had a coat on when he did. So that's why is... was he wearing seventeen? Uh I do you remember I wonder if Josh on the chat remembers why. Was it I think it was just something like they didn't have his jersey or something. God, that is so weird. Stupid. It wasn't. Yeah, they weren't like it wasn't. They weren't trying to pull. Here's Riley Washington, fastest guy on the team. Oh, (laughs) Ray Lewis is freaking blown up again. They ran the end around with Riley Washington there. All right, uh, we got got Clinton Childs in now at running backs, giving uh, LP a little bit of a rest here. So, Behringer's drives have looked all right. And then yep. Mark Gilman. Or, Ke- or, or as Kent Pavelk says, Matt Shaw with the touchdown. Mark <laughs> Gilman has the Mark ball. Mark Gilman. Yeah, he does. I love how he's not even like, oh, my bad. Or like, uh, let me correct that. He just changes the name of the player. And Matt Shaw never did have a touchdown. Oh, God. So huge now. I mean, now, you, you you know, we talked so much the last time about like, okay, what are the emotions in the moment? At this point in time, I think you're like, all right, you got the bad quarter out of the way and and the defense just made some plays and then you went right down the field. And boy, every time, Jack, that I watch this game and they show Tommy after that first touchdown, he does not look like a happy camper. Nope, oh, man, nope. he oh, looks we a, pissed. We missed it. We had a quick shot of Apex guy. Oh, damn it. Apex guy. Right there, though? That's Mark- as good as this passing game has looked in two years of bowl games. That play. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Because Seriously. the touchdown in the other one was a fluky play, and there wasn't a ton of big plays. I mean, that that looked good to the tight end. All right. Mark Gilman. Let's see if we can find uh, Grant Wistrom on the kick coverage here. Oh, nope. never mind. Erstad go just the end hammered it out of the end zone. All right, so now defense back at it. Where are these blitzes that confused the offensive line so much last year, the year before? Oh, get it! Oh, oh, oh nice. God! We got. I think we got a holding to Troy Dumas on that one. Christian Peter Jeez, with some pressure absolutely and holding. Here them. we go. Here we go. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden you start to feel excited when you see that. You're like, oh man, start to pin your freaking ears back. Yep. <laughs> and then they, and they got the it. first. Jeez. Got right. and then the grass is just all over their uniforms yep. already. Oh, barely in the second oh, quarter. Geez. You're trying to screen pass there. <laughs> Another holding. Let's go. Ah. Let's go. Got to two Man. holds in three plays. Got they move early there. Yep. God, that now so now they're just scared shitless yes. of them. This is this is what man, and this is the thing about watching these teams that I enjoy more than I realized they did is this pass rush for for two three years oh, just, and how relentless. You remember when we watched that Kansas State game, Josh, this summer? Yes. Oh, and they're just destroying them every play. <laughs> That's the next year. That's the ninety five. God, that they're just all over the place. And just a jump ball there. That's a fifty. Yeah, 50 seriously. Ball at best. What in the hell, Costa? That was an arm punt. 
Now, the defense looked very different there. Adjustments. Oh. Jeez, Kareem Moss. What in the that crap special teams? That oh was horrible. God. God. See, now it's just like, okay, you know, about to take the lead. And I think everything that you're thinking about Miami, this Miami team not being as good as past Miami teams, it's definitely showed itself to this point. You know, I think you're like, oh, they got a couple lucky plays here and there. But the defense is starting to figure things out. The offense is starting to figure things out. And then that get happens. to the tight. You're, 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 you're oh. thinking, hey, let's get it to the tight end again. That worked before. Jeez. Good Lord. They got, did they call, they didn't call that a fumble. Did they right? give no, okay. I was going to say. There's Erstad again. Erstad. Damon Benning going to go down there and make the tackle. Oh, Wistrom. <laughs> All over the place. Matt says they still play those K-State highlights in the stadium, I think. Yeah, the, the 95 K-State game has some of like the biggest hits of all time. Josh, Nebraska. we need to redo that game because it's hilarious. Like Again? Didn't we? The podcast is available, though. Uh, No, that was one of them where we didn't have the mic up, I think. Oh, Lord. It's on YouTube, well, but I don't know. Maybe. It's just you, and then you're like, Josh, okay. can you believe this? And then it's silent if for a not, couple If not, we've got to watch some more of those 95 teams just against offensive lines that were just terrified of them because I did not – I. it's hard – this sounds stupid to say because the 95 team was so good. I did not remember them looking that ridiculously insane on defense. I still yeah. – jeez. Oh, Frank. DW says, Jack, oh, most of the time, throw the ball dude. deep. Frank Costa throws the ball deep. What the hell, Costa? Dante Jones was so held on that play. <laughs> oh, my Zap gosh. Triggered. Dante, the holding on that one was terrible. Jack, Matt where, wants to know, Jack, where are you going to get the tattoo on your calf? No. I think that'd be a great calf tattoo. Ooh, a nice big orange. Fake end around. Brooke, you got to be able to make a throw, though. Dude, block hey, He picked up six yards. All right, that's That'll work. Are we doing, Jack, are we going to do the Fiesta Bowl next? Josh wants to know, are we doing the Florida game in two weeks? <laughs> or are we just going to keep this rolling? Oh, Damon's getting good his vibes time rolling. now. Damon's getting some Man, runs. So what is that, the fourth running back they played or the third? Uh, Damon's third. played, Clint Childs has played, LP has played. Damon, ooh, Damon mm. looked as good as anybody did right there, though. Yeah, yeah, he looked fast there. And I will say this too, Josh, even though Behringer's running doing? for his life right now. Good I Lord. still, in watching this game, if I don't know the background of anybody – I say Berenger makes me feel better to have in the game right now. Oh, right now he yeah. absolutely does. Yeah. yeah, the offense looks way better in this quarter than it did in the first. Man, Damon way did, better. Damon did look good on those runs. Yeah, he did. He looked fast. Maybe I was wrong about him. <laughs> about Damon? I'm just kidding. I don't know what I was. What even the hell? Im- I don't know what I was even implying with that. Oh, Warren Sapp. Who was talking a lot before this game, by the way? Oh, yeah. In the press. Oh, yeah. Wow, so that, that drive ended with a Jeez, they're thud. really trying to get screen passes in, aren't they? They think yeah. they're going to get sap up field and really be able to, to do it that way, but jeez. All right, now the defense is ready to go. Yep, and it's the end of the first half, and you're like, all right. You're, I mean, God, at this point, you're, you're feeling so good. And here's the other thing, like – you, we mentioned Ursat a couple seconds ago, just like, hey, he's the guy punting the ball. Man, he is such a sneaky part of this game, given what he is, you know, field position-wise. They just showed he had a long punt of 54. Mm-hmm. He just pinned him inside the 20 again. He's doing a great job. All right. So, so my- And by the way, obviously at halftime, you know, the, the, the biggest thing to come out of halftime was Tom Osborne saying – 
Yep. They're going to do something. They're going to do something. Don't lift up your hands. Yep. Yes. That video is incredible. God, it really is. I remember like her hearing the story the first time. It's like, wow, that's pretty wild. And then you see the video and it's like, oh, wow. They weren't lying about anything. Oh, good job spreading it out, man. uh, He didn't do it that play, but about the last three plays I've watched 84 Dante Jones. It's another one of these deals where that tackle starting to have no shot against him. He's on the top now. Ooh, a little quick, little quick play there. Nice. <laughs> he went, puts both hands up after a 12-yard reception. <laughs> I guarantee I commented that same thing in 1995, too. <laughs> mentioning his celebration after getting a first down. I was so righteous back then about those sorts oh, of things. Oh, I bet. It was just, oh, oh man. Oh, man. Jeez. There it looks fast again. Looks faster than that defensive backfield. So, Jack, both of their touchdowns in this game, they're only touchdowns, so now Miami's done scoring. They're, they're like the same thing where, like, it's just a breakdown, you know? Like, Nebraska could have gotten them earlier in the play. They don't tackle well. Frank, you look like a dork. And, you know, Miami is able to score a touchdown. It's like, geez, what are they doing? Yeah. And they get a celebration uh, penalty. Typical. So they must have cha- oh, you know, Jack, you know what? This is after the, the famous Cotton Bowl game against Notre Dame when they had or no, against Texas when they had like yeah, 200 Texas. yards in penalties. You remember that? Yeah, so they and came in. So and that was they that came was in when military they fatigues the for that game. No, yes. they did the military fatigues for the Penn State game. Oh, I thought okay, whatever. Yeah, regardless. But yeah, they had like 200 yards in penalties because they kept taking their helmets off, and that was like that was the beginning of the end, I think, and that kind of stuff happening. So look, Nebraska is going to get good field position. Okay. Hey, nice return. Looking good again, Damon. Man, he's a really good returner. All right, so now we're going to get LP back in, Jesus and not much Christ. there. Jeez. Like four guys hit him, and then all the linemen are right behind him. Yep. This looks like the play they scored on, kind of, but didn't have wow, Gilman. so it's still Brooke. So they switched away from Tommy in the first. It's still Brooke into the third. A deep shot. Whoa, wow. to Reggie Ball. Jeez, man. So after after that touchdown drive, you know, they've picked up a couple of first downs here and there. But for the most part, when Nebraska gets near midfield, Miami has done a great job at not allowing them to get anything else. And all of a sudden you you, you wonder, I, I wonder if I felt like, oh, my gosh, this feels like last year. How are they ever going to score? Because they keep not, you know, maybe getting the midfield and not being able to do anything after that, even if yeah. the defense keeps it going. Yeah, She's looking exactly. Right, ninety-one. Ryan, Ter- Ryan Terwilliger is in there. He was a linebacker who made that tackle, and another personal foul. Yeah, so that was that's the famous one. That's mm-hmm. the famous one that happened against Christian Peter. All right, which is huge because obviously it's about to set up the safety. Second and twenty. Inside move. Uh oh, <laughs> man, what a play! <laughs> move just massive. That was the, he. He took a jab step outside, go inside, and completely had him lean in the wrong way. Apex guy, let's go. Apex guy is psyched. Man, that guy's jacked. Oh, Costa has a huge flak jacket on. Jeez. Dude, it's massive. <laughs> Absolutely massive. I didn't even pass with that thing on. Oh, oh God, another f- fumble. Our special oh, teams are so bad in the 90s. <laughs> They're so yeah. bad. At least in these games. All right, they got Brendan Holbein in there at wide receiver. 
Matt says, love the cutoff unis in the 90s. Another yeah. great aesthetic of the 90s. Those uniforms yeah. look sweet. Bring them back. Hey, there we go. That was a pretty good play there. We, that like, where's that play at all the time? Four for nine. Good Lord. Fullback. Even his Full completion back. percentage sucks in this one. Schlesinger. See, giving it to LP again. No play. Oh, yeah, they did. I thought it was play action there. Nice little Boy, counter. He doesn't look super electric, though, does he? I mean, they're not just, right now. He doesn't their, know. their defense still is just doing a really good job. I mean, we're trying to tons of misdirection and and all kinds of stuff, but it seems like they've got their guys there. Even if we get a little oh, bit of a game. Geez. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> wow. I think that bounced. I don't even know what happened. I kept must just bounced on the ground. They just destroyed that play from the start. Yeah, the the Nebraska's offensive line, like they're gonna have, Jeez. you know, of course, one of their. Gee, what the hell are these special teams doing? <laughs> Nebraska's offensive line is gonna like lean on them to no end in the fourth, but man, it took a while to to, to get that going. Oh yeah. But and you wonder, you know, they've talked over the years about just like the belief that they had. Like if they continued to feel that way in this quarter, you know, it's like as they're not getting any push, like we just it will get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. And that one was especially they, bad because they just busted through. They were in the backfield like every play. Yeah, yeah, that that drive that maybe was the worst drive since the first quarter. God. And so you wonder, you know, you wonder what when Tom started really thinking about uh, putting Tommy back in because I mean the the reason why is so obvious because of the Brook turnover that he's going to have. Mm -hmm. but at what point, like right now, is he on the sidelines thinking, okay, depending on what happens, do I need to really consider, oh, nice block. That's illegal now, though. You know, do I need to start considering I, putting Tommy Frazier I still don't in? think they, I don't know. I, I Well, he obviously, maybe he's he thinking he considers it, but. I mean, yeah, he doesn't when they get the ball at the, you know, whatever yard line. It doesn't line, seem the one like yard he's line. the problem right now. I guess I'll say that. It doesn't yeah, seem no, like it's, the problem. Oh, jeez. Wow, how did they get the ball out? Jeez. Yeah, you're right. The, the, he is Brooke has not been the the issue in this game. Jeez, nice play. That there. was a nice play. Holy Larry Townsend in is is on on defense. They sub more than I realized on this defense. Yeah, me too. Jason Pesterfield is in there. That I don't really recognize. Fifty seven. Jason Pesterfield. Boy, they really closed up on Baron Miles for every kick of any kind while he was here. He had had such a reputation for blocking kicks. Every time they honed in on him with the cameras. All right, at your own five now. Nice little trap. Man, they did the trap play a lot in this yeah, game. Schlesinger had more more carries than I remembered. Yeah, right? Counter there tray. You go. All right. See, and that, I mean, that's where you just see his athleticism. Yeah, he, he had to work real, hard for that. Vision. He had to work hard yes, to get Yes, every yard he has in this yards. game, he is working Jeez. extremely hard. Again, like you mentioned it with Tommy's running in the in the next bowl game. Like, it's the same way with LP. LP gets easy yards against Florida. There are no easy yards in this game at all. Those bootlegs are the only thing they're getting, and, and sometimes they're not getting them. But there they did it again. Like, man, they yep. ran. I, they ran yeah, that. They just, I mean, they got to get them on the move. They got to get away from the defense, from the center of the, the line. That's two plays, though, where it looked pretty good, where they got the bootleg yep. working, got a guy coming across, got a wide receiver. Who I don't know if there had been a wide receiver catch to that point. There might have been one or two. Now they're just dropping Josh him says, back. This on the game is why grown men in Nebraska cry when the coach mentions the fullback. Right. Yeah, Schlesinger has been awesome in this game, and obviously the fourth quarter is going to be as you know. And there, Berenger just tried a straight drop back, and well, the, he did oh, there too, but nice he tried play. that straight drop back, and he just doesn't have time when he does that. No, he doesn't. Oh wow, I thought he would have gotten the first sneak. Jalen Hurts, pushing style. like Jalen Hurts. 
<laughs> right over uh, Aaron Aaron Graham's hip there. Another bootleg. Oh Lord. Ooh, I like that play. Wow. It still didn't work as good as you hope it does. Oh, oh Jesus no. Christ. Clinton Childs. Wow. Oh, See, no. I couldn't remember. I'm like, what happens on this drive? Because I know that it's not going to end in points. Man, that was brutal. Just a self-inflicted wound. That's easily the best drive that they have had all game. Like, I would say that drive, Jack, was even better than their touchdown drive. Apex guy. Because that drive, they, they covered tons of ground. Yeah. And the passing yeah. game, finally, they, they were getting it to, to wide receivers. They kind of figured something out there where you thought maybe it would actually open up the running game, as weird as yeah. that sounds. Man. That, God, what a just uh, wasted drive. How did I mean, we, it helps with field position, but. Travis yeah. says this. How do we live without the score on, on the TV Crazy. during the game? It's so weird. It, I think not having the score is way weirder than any of the other, like, you know, the first down line, the line of scrimmage line, like, all of that, I get, like, those are technological advancements. Why they didn't have the score and the time on the clock at all times is just so weird. Yeah, because it's not because of technology. Oh, is they, they obviously could do it. They just didn't yeah. keep it on. Yeah. And we Oh! And here comes Baron. <laughs> God. You know what's nuts, too, Jack? If that ball squirts a little bit further to the left, it's a safety. Yeah. But instead, the ball goes out at the one-yard line, and so that's where Nebraska gets the ball. It's a safety because you, yeah, you. Because it would have gone through the right. end zone. God, what a dipshit. <laughs> what I should have told you to watch, watch the centers on those plays. I think I might have said this two weeks ago. They There was no rule. They got absolutely lit up every time. And here we go. God. Oh, and oh. in this moment, you're saying that was right, the chance. Now th- that feels that's like when a he, backbreaker. That, yeah, and and I think that's the mo- I mean that's the moment where you're like it's time to put time back in because like you can't you can't yep. turn the ball over there. You just can't. Yeah. And the offense, like the is defense wor- is kicking ass right now. They're working so freaking hard. And the offense is looking a little better, but you're still not getting huge chunk. Running, yeah, plays and, and, and you know, you mentioned, uh, you've mentioned a couple times on the last few drives, like Nebraska putting Behringer, like moving him around and, and doing bootlegs. Oh, yeah. Like you wonder in those moments. Obviously, he, it's not like he's the best passer in the world, but is is Tom thinking, okay, if we can get some movement going with Tommy and we can get him on the move, we can really be a pain in the butt for the Miami defense. Oh, I forgot oh, to geez. tell you to watch the center. Okay. Oh man, they could have given. The All game right, away. so Tommy's back. After you miss the opportunity at the one yard line, and first Jeez, play he's in, you're like, right well, away. maybe not. Maybe we're not going to the yeah. option. And Chris Collinsworth says it at some point. He says, "I think Nebraska's just got to quit, quit with the option today." Really? And and yeah, he he legit says wow, what that. What a huge completion! Right about here in the game, it might have been after that play, um, or or maybe it was yeah, after yeah, this play. Boy. But it was pretty yeah. clear, like, geez. Yeah, man. They're just so freaking confident. The electric slide from Ray Lewis. God, I mean, they're just flying all over the place. Nice. See again, another massive pump for for Darren Erstad. Yeah, I mean, it like he's just he's putting Miami back it in these crazy spots, and it's going to help out the offense, of course. Oh man. Jeez, Phil See, Ellis. and the defense is just flying around right yeah. now. Yeah, 
they're good job stringing that one out. So now you got them third down. Got a pass here. Matt says it did feel like Nebraska was helpless at this point offensively. Yeah, it's it really similar did. to the to the game a year ago where you know the the offense they Watch they the get center. their point. Boom. <laughs> and, oh, jeez. And then there are other times where you know they they drive and they just turn the ball over and do something dumb. Man, this is as good a field position as you've. Well, you had field position at the one yard line after the yeah. last one. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do you do with Frazier here? Right back to the option. And. LP makes wow. a play. L- monster. So he makes I mean, a just play a there. Monster run. And that's the first time. I mean, he's just been so bottled up. That's the first time he really made a play to yeah, add. Yeah, that's on the biggest run of the night. Yards. Yeah. And then and, the, and the next works. play. I mean, just wow. after one, after one, like the first real successful eye back run of the night on the option, that opened the fullback up that quickly. Isn't that crazy? Chuck says this TD, my house went nuts. Yeah, it is. It's I mean, it's just it's bonkers how fast this thing flips, where the offense for for quarters was horrible. And then that great Lawrence Phillips play, and then, Man. hey, Bob Costas. And then uh, immediately uh, Schlesinger. And then I, I just, man, again, I, I love that all of this happens in this end zone. I love they go for two. I love they throw the ball. They and it's such it, a good game. throw. And it's like, it is. A, it's like my favorite throw by Tommy Frazier ever. He just zips it through. You he know? zips it through like four guys. Uh, yeah. And there's the Brooks smile. Mm-hmm. But that's you, – you, yes, Josh said it in the chat. That LP run, I, I didn't realize how impactful that was on that trap play that came on the next play because they just – Yeah. There was no reason to worry a ton about going outside and you're like, oh, he can make that play. He made that play. We need to be ready for that. And – I think that's part of the reason why they were worried about him getting the ball that play. Oh, my gosh. God, and now look at them. They're just freaking chucking it up. <laughs> why are you doing that? Their for? offense has been horrible. Why would you do they that? had the first drive and the second drive and then the first drive of the second half. Otherwise, Miami's offense has been garbage this whole game. God, just absolutely. That, that, oh, play. Well, that oh. one, yes. Golly. Without the pressure, the game—I mean, the game's over. Jeez. Well, I mean, not over. But. How did Baron Miles not block one of those? He was in there on yeah, every seriously. one and almost got it. That dude kicked it five yards in front. Not Travis. Fuck it, Palmer down there somewhere. <laughs> All right. So my favorite play is coming up, and it's not. It's and talk about an all-time zero-yard game. This play, oh my just gosh. nuts. My favorite play is on this drive, and it's Tommy. It's Tommy's third-down run. Yeah. It's just—it's the one where he spins at the end. It's just masterful. God. This play right here. I love that play. I, this that play was a, is it's yeah. like one of my favorite Husker plays of all time. It doesn't result in a touchdown. It is so freaking cool. And the coordinated spin, Cut. spin at the end. Yes. Right at the end. Gets up. Keeps spinning. God, so cool. Eric Alford spun the play. opposite direction at the same exact time. All right. I'm with Chuck. That, that is to run to me is what broke Miami. I think so, too. I mean, at this moment, they're picking up such huge chunks. It was the only good quarterback run of the play. whole game. Yeah, exactly. And and it was a white, you know. I used to give Chris Collinsworth hell all the time because he said Nebraska should give up the option. Watching Huge. it again, I get why he said that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, it makes sense. And then I mean, how about Tommy? He gets another one. There it is. And then the play, man, God, what a call! And the most awkward high five you'll ever see coming up in <laughs> three, two, one, and right here. <laughs> <laughs> AP 
Apex guy, let's go. Oh, Trev sighting. Was Trev down there? I didn't even know that. Must That's have been cool. in the end zone. You got all the red shirts who all wore their – who couldn't suit up for the game, but all wore in their the jerseys stands, in the yeah. stands. And no, now it's not over, though. So it's not over. And no, it is not. We saw that one pass there where he he overthrew it a little bit. Would have been a touchdown. 246 to go. 246. <laughs> Masturbator. The shoulder pad sizes really were they incredible really back were. then. They 100%. are hilarious. God, they're so funny. Man, I wonder what that Miami locker room was like after this game. Oh, like boy. I I wonder what it was like. You lost to those farm boys from Nebraska. <laughs> they were so mad. And just how quick this game turned. I mean, out, it's not. Out it's of not. Nowhere. I mean, it's just. It's so fast. It happens in the blink of an eye. It right. really does. So first down. First down is the drop back, and okay, that's fine. You got plenty of time. Yep. But second down, and, and there we go. Dwayne Harris just Terry Kiley. All over Frank Costa. Dwayne Harris just walked through the middle of that line at the beginning of that play. Yeah, well, they're going to do it again on this play. I love this sack. Combined Jeez. for it. God. Don, Don, 77 had no Dante chance. Dante Jones. Jeez. And look at, look at all the time. 50 seconds just went off the clock. Like, they have no hustle. Oh, there it is. The Classic. Pick. Apex guy. Apex guy, hell yeah, Bill Byrne, man, there it is, down it once, down it twice, and that's it. <laughs> look at Ron, look at nineties. Congrats, Ron Brown. Tom. Apex guy, first to shake apex his hand. Guy. We the need handshake. to find that apex guy. I know. I want to talk to him. Let's get him on the podcast. Who's, who's the guy in the shorts there? God, that looks goofy. Uh, that dude in the suit there, his name is Nick Jose. He's like the uh, sports information director at the time, but like, uh, but they had one for football who would who would all, he would always be by the coach. He'd always be by Danny Knee too at basketball games. There's Frank Costa. Oh, look at Frank thinking about what a great career he's got coming. Bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Hell yeah, I, Mark. I was so I would when they showed that little guy there. Uh, who looked like he was crying. He was talking trash earlier. I was up in the TV just screaming at him. I was <laughs> I was vicious. Josh says Wednesday Wednesday night pod, Apex guy. Hell yeah, let's get Apex let's guy find on the Apex pod. Guy. Let's go. And there's There it is. Yay. Oh yeah, we Go should. Go Huskers! Oh, oh, we'll oh save don't, that for next don't spoil time. this. This is next. Ooh, yeah, we'll good, that, that was fifty-seven minutes. That's a little longer. Now, if only we had the Bob Costas narrative after this. Which now, speaking of things, I want to get tattooed on me. I want to get the entire text of that Bob Costas speech tattooed on me. And now, for a moment, think of what it's like in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> I have a, I, I have a, I have a friend who. Uh, uh, this is a secondhand story, but he said he had a he had another friend in in uh, college and when he was in his twenties. Anytime that he'd get drunk, he would recite the entire word for word soliloquy that Bob Costas said. Oh my gosh! From the beginning, huh? he, he spent he spent like a month memorizing it. 
I want the entire that, text of what Bob That is a Bob perfect drunk like story. Yeah. That is so funny. I'm sad that wasn't me, to be honest. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, the Bob Costas. JB says, and then the other announcer, Tom Osborne, who wanted, who still wanted to please his father that he took up athletics, always has me laughing. <laughs> that what? was so weird. That's what one of the guys said? <laughs> yes, God, was, what a goofball. I remember that. It was so bizarre. God, that is so weird. It was so bizarre. And then I remember Kent's thing. He, he says, he, Kent Pavelka said something there at the very end, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, but it was something like, um, and uh, he basically said, I wish you could know how it feels to be here. And I said, and then he caught himself and he said, you know what? You don't need to know what it feels feels like because you can feel it right there too. And I'm doing yes. a terrible job paraphrasing it. Yeah, but it was, yeah like, I know what that you're talking was a, about. Like I still, somebody mentioned it earlier. I had an audio tape, uh, a cassette with all of the highlights of all of the games from this year. And it was, so it was Kent and Gary's calls for all these games. I would listen to it all the time that year after. And I like memorized a bunch of the calls that were from it. And that was one that I always, I always remembered uh, on this whole thing. And yes, I did. Josh asked, I went to this uh, celebration party at Devaney. So we went downtown after this, we celebrated downtown, went back to my house. A few of us slept there and we got straight up, went to Devaney started. And we were, I was, we were first in line at Devaney, like at the very front on the steps on the South side of Devaney. It was freezing cold it was bitterly cold but it was sunny um and we sat there and waited it had to be an hour or two for them to open the doors they opened the doors we got pretty good seats in the a section there and then so we went to that whole thing and then we went to you guys have been waiting 22 years i guess yeah and then we went went to the nebraska bookstore because they had just gotten their first shipments in of national championship gear at that point and it was a complete absolute pandemonium in there people were just standing on tables chucking out shirts and saying the size that it was and people in the crowd it's like a t-shirt throw at a basketball game you were just trying to get one um, but they had already made all the national championship gear at that that point and people were buying it i still have one of the sweatshirts god. i got really yeah yep god that's awesome Mavscribator says, what's with all the tattoo t talk, Jack? Midlife crisis? Maybe. I love this, Jack. Become a tattoo man like us. I think, if, well, I like, PA, seriously, like if I ever had to get a tattoo in my life, I think I would consider, like, I don't know what i get. I have no cool, like, thing or cool saying or Chinese letter or something that I want to get um, or or anything like that. I think I might get the Orange Bowl logo. I just like how it I think it, it looks cool. It, it gives me good memories, and I think it's... It really gets me nostalgic. I'd like to see that on myself every day. I love I love the idea of it being on your calf. I think that that would be a cool spot for it. I might do that. And that feels kind of, you know, I like to feel beachy, those sorts of things. It kind of does. Yeah, did you see what Josh said? Remember how we thought 22 years was a ridiculously long time to win a natty? It's been 23 years since we got a conference title. God. Oh, my crazy. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Nice and uplifting. Yeah. Oh, and I got my national championship shirt, and you know what I did? Came home and watched the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Came <laughs> and home it, and it's so it. funny. Like, it, like, so did you have any concern that they were going to no, split it? Or was we that, were, at that point you were like, this I, is great. Uh, we were not worried. It doesn't even come close to how worried we were in 97. And I don't know yeah. why that is. I, I, I honestly well, I mean, Nebraska is number one in both polls. And, I look, I, I think that, you know, Tom and, and, the, and the fact that he hadn't done it, like, I think that that played a part in it for sure. 
We were um, even... But, like, let's be real, yeah. too. Nebraska beat a better team than Penn State beat. Nebraska beat the team that was number three in the country, and what was Oregon? Like, 15, 16, yeah. 17? They were somewhere in there. We were, were not, not concerned. We weren't watching that game. We were saying it was already over. We were not – I mean, I think we thought – I think we sort of thought we were willing it to truth, too, when we just didn't pay attention to it by saying it's so obvious that they shouldn't have a shot. But I did sit down and I said, uh, in front of that game, we got there in the middle of it, started watching it, and I said, I bet the next Nebraska, or not the next, but a future Nebraska head coach is playing in this game. And I turned out <laughs> to be right, weirdly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Matt Rule. What a looks, game. I saw a picture of Matt Rule playing for Penn State. He did not look like I thought he was going to. No, and also huge shoulder pads. Giant. Giant. Huge shoulder pads. Insane. It was freaking insane. What a game that is! It's it's Not such a, a it's move. funny because at times it's it's kind of a sloppy game, it um, is, yeah. But it is like the 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 wave of the fourth quarter. Like the one negative about watching the the super sped up ones is that like you don't get any of like I just I wish that the fourth quarter could have slowed down a little bit yeah. for us right now because the fourth quarter it does turn really fast. It turned a little faster for us tonight than it would in real time. But it's just nuts how the offense is doing nothing. And they get that, I mean, that Lawrenceville play, and then the very next play they score the touchdown. And then the following drive, they have a couple of huge third-down conversions by Tommy, and, you know, they're doing everything else on the ground. And it's just like, and, and the, I mean, the defense, I think what I appreciated maybe more on this watch than other watches is that the defense, outside of those three scoring drives, Miami scores on their first drive, their second drive, and then the first drive of the second half, mm -hmm. their offense really does not do a whole lot. Like, it's not It's not even like they drive a ways and then, and then Nebraska forces a turnover. Miami's offense just kind of stinks, you know, in this one, and that's because Nebraska's defensive line, they were getting so much pressure on Frank Costa, and yeah. he just couldn't do anything. Yeah, those are, for me, watching these two games combined, is I knew they were good, but just the way this defensive line, the front four especially, the ends, yes. the edge rushers, the way they would get pressure on quarterbacks, man, do I miss that. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, that is the – so that's the biggest difference from good to not as good that, that I see. And then I still am surprised just how sort of – even somewhat still primitive, a lot of the passing game stuff looks. It looked a little less that way in this game than it did during that Florida State game. But still, um, it just does not look – what I continue to notice is they relied so much on routes where it was guys who were doing like hooks or coming back toward the ball and not sprinting downfield. Did you notice that? Yes. So rarely definitely. did a guy catch it in stride going toward the end zone. Almost, yeah. Almost never. So and it, I mean, crazy. it just it just shows how reliant they were on the run game, and and you know why games like this were so they they could just be very concerning because if they got in situations where it was third and seven or whatever, it was really tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know Miami, both of their touchdowns come on plays. I mean, they're broken in in a way, yes, but they were also guys catching it on the run. Yeah. And they and were speed, able to catch it on the run, guys. and then they yeah. were able to make plays. Yep. And and fast guys when they got them in space, that yeah. was that was their best bet. Yeah. Absolutely. Fun times. Fun Real times. fun times. It is. You know what? We should uh, – I just had an idea. Maybe we should try this as an experiment. I don't know if we'll like it or not, or I don't know if the club will like it. But we say we want to watch a, you know, a more extensive, like an actual version of a game, but it can be really long. Um, 
and so I don't think people want to sit on here for three hours. What if we did? What if we did a quarter per episode or a half per episode, and then of one of the long ones? Yeah, and we say, join us next week when we'll catch the conclusion <laughs> of this. Whole I mean, thing. God, the one part that would suck about doing that is I know that if I'm watching the first half of a classic game, and it's like, well, I mean, we could just keep going and finish the rest of yeah. the game. I don't know. The, but... We just need to find the sweet spot. I mean, we, thankfully there are a nice amount of sweet spot, you know, game lengths on there. So the the sweet spot is like an hour twenty minutes is what the sweet yes. spot is. There, so yes, but yeah, it, not freaking. I especially want one that has all the commercials in it too. Well, if we're doing that, then yeah, we're hanging out for a few hours. <laughs> yes, the commercials are. See, Mark says the commercials are sometime worth it, but. Uh, uh, Josh says we need a few deep cuts. Don't worry, we, we we're yes. not just going to keep doing the, the greatest hits because they're. I mean, we're going to do. We've decided that in August we're going to do some Colorado. Basically, we're just doing all Colorado games. That's going to be the only, the weeknight shows in in August. Uh, you know, for now, our plan to just be Colorado games. And like, I know that they're the obvious ones, but man, I want to do the 2000 game because. I freaking love that game. It's just so bonkers and weird and very high scoring, and Gary Barnett is really triggered. But, yeah, I, I want to do, like, a game, Jack, that I want to do from recent years that, like, we don't really talk about a whole lot anymore um, because it was the Mike Riley era, but I want to do the Oregon game in 2016. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I'm looking. The shortest version on the online seems to be two hours Did you and 30 see, minutes. I made so. a spreadsheet with, like, everything. So Yeah. Where, so I might have. I don't know if I have a different one there or not. Yeah, I have a bunch of those too. I want to do the uh, I want to do the nineteen eighty three Minnesota game that they won eighty four to zero. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, see, and that's the thing too that I want to do. Like, I want to do some games that I haven't, you know, had a chance to watch. Ooh. You know, I had a blast when we did the nineteen eighty eight doubleheader. The again, a lost tape from last summer. That was super fun doing yeah. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State because I'd never seen those games before. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was a blast. Yeah, I, I yep, I would love to do some of those. Um, yeah. Well, so what are we doing we'll next? Do a, are we doing we'll, the Fiesta Bowl? We'll do a lot are we of doing them. the Fiesta Bowl and then we'll move on from the championship games and we'll go to some other stuff? Yeah, we'll probably ask the board members if they've got any that they would really like to see. We'll go back to our spreadsheet of which games we have acceptable length and uh, we'll nail down a few more. So we yeah. are efforting. And thankfully, the Fiesta Bowl is an hour, so it's not going to be as cut down, okay. which will be nice. Yeah, I want to get out of bowl game. I mean, I do want to do that, but then I do want to get out of bowl games. Yeah, I want to get to. Me too. I want to get to some regular to season We're going to get out of that era. I don't know where we're yes, going to Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, we've everyone has done the 90s. I want to do some Bill Callahan stuff. I want to do, you know, some, I, I don't know, let's do some Pope Laney nope. stuff. Here's a game, and I know we just did Miami, but the, the 2014 Miami game in, in Lincoln, people have said that, do. like, you know, in the post-championship era, that is, like, one of those games where the, the atmosphere is, like, one of the most insane games that yep. they can remember. So I would love to do that. I've to. only watched that one, like, twice ever. I'd like to do the uh, Wisconsin game when we wore the Avoid the Noid uniforms. And oh, my gosh, that'd be such a random later. fun game. That'd be a weird one to do. Oh, Josh, Josh says 2012 Michigan State. If we do that game, 100%. we're getting Schaefer in here for it because that's Mike Schaefer's, like, favorite football game ever. That, I love that game. Wasn't that uh, Le'Veon Bell? They didn't run Le'Veon Bell enough in that game. They went away from the run. Is that what that one? I always remember that one for Taylor Martinez being like really good and really bad. It's like the perfect encapsulation of his career. Where oh no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking of 2011. Yeah. Oh God, when they just so Michigan State that was part of the back to back come the Northwestern Michigan State comebacks. Yes. Yeah. The whole six game. That was a great. That's a great game. I love that idea. Yeah. I love that one. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's an awesome deep cut of just like that season does not win a championship, but man, it's just that game is so much fun. And I think watching that 
we'll all be like, holy shit, Taylor Martinez was so fast. You know what I want to do? Was, man. I, there's two Thursday night games I want to do. The uh, uh, and I'm I'm not I mess up the year, so correct me if I'm wrong. That Missouri two uh, Thursday oh, night game oh nine, and then the Kansas, and the Kansas State, State. The Kansas State Thursday night game ten, right? Hell yeah, those two would man, be great. Those are ones where if if we could find like short short versions of them, like I would love to do a double header of those because I think those games are so much fun, yeah. just a blast. That K State game was. <laughs> I, I was at the Kansas State game that. too, Mark. That whole drive home, man, it was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna win the national championship. Taylor's gonna win the Heisman. They're gonna win the national yeah. championship. I, we were, we, God, I was, man, I was over the moon excited after that game, and then they. Freaking lose to Texas the next week. Kyler Reed is the best tight end in the nation. Yeah, uh, Halu rushing for a billion yards. <laughs> See, I mean, God, if we had, if if our day job was this, and we were just like, let's just do like fifty games this off season, we could do the whole twenty ten season. 100%. I love that season. Hey, That's my favorite season ever. Hey, and get I've the always, subs you know, up. Get the subs up, and this will be a like a eight hour a day channel. That's always on. There you go. That'd be perfect. Get the subs up. We gotta do it. We got a few new ones. I'll, I'll say that we did. We've gotten a few new ones over the last yes. week or so, Josh. Probably three yes. or four. Yeah, we have. Yeah, three, yeah including of, Lanny Holstein of Lanny. of rate of the ticket radio back in the day. Yeah, is he coming on the? Is he coming on the Discord? What's the deal? That's I haven't crazy. seen him yet. Yeah, we need to get him in here. All right, uh, I'm gonna stop the podcast since we sort of stopped uh, watching the game. But thank you to uh, podcasters. For joining us and patreon.com slash ID club. Yeah. Join us. You want to be in the next, you hear these games we're talking about, you want to watch them live, which is the most fun way to do it. All you got to do is uh, become a member of the club and it's a monthly fee. And if you start doing it for a month and decide you hate it, you can quit. There's no commitment to it. Uh, but we don't think you're going to feel that way because you get a whole lot of other stuff too. So, yeah, Jack, th- so this is what you get you get Wednesday night shows throughout the off season. That's what we'll be doing. Uh, we do our Saturday morning coffee show which is a great time, usually around 9 or 9.30 on Saturday mornings. The Nebraska ball pod, as they're rolling right now, what mm-hmm. the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. They did a champagne room celebration on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get all of that, not to mention the Discord community, a great community of people, some who have been with us since day one, and like Jack just said, some who have been with us uh, as of a couple of days ago or even a couple of hours ago. So uh, we really appreciate it. If you wanted to join, only $3 a month or $5 a month, uh, patreon.com slash id club watch parties we may watch, watch games parties together we haven't done that in a while and man like i you know i know that right now we are so early still in the off season um but i i feel like by the end of the regular season we were really kind of humming in terms of what we figured out worked yeah. and what we figured out didn't work and i am getting really excited for next season and just some of the new things that we can do so um, you know, I know it's many months away, but yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see what we're able to do with football season 2.0. And this Saturday morning, you won't be able to hear without being a member. And Nebraska basketball doesn't have a game between then and now, so I'll still be on a high with Nebraska basketball. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you'll be super so positive good. about life. Yep. That's awesome. No game between then and now. And the yeah. women were just absolutely murdering ranked Illinois on the road tonight. I have oh, no- hell yeah. I have no idea. I don't know what happened in the second half, but they were absolutely destroying them, and it made no sense in the world. But I was happy to see it. So that was good, because I feel bad. That team's had a rough go of it lately. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. All right, goodbye, podcasters. Have a good one. Bye.